Did you read Look my fucking this. notes? <laughs> no. <laughs> I just threw out a random number. Why don't you give the fucking presentation? How about that? <laughs> Welcome to Film Topology. Welcome. Get that out of the way. Um, as as usual, we don't have an intro because we have a we have like a little bit of intro music right now, but it's there's no there's no lyrical accompaniment of any time. So you want me to do some dang death metal vocals over it, dude? I got you, dude. Film Topology. That wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. Thank you. Even though I could, it's clearly a whisper screen. Like you, if you projected that, that sounds like that would sound pretty good. I I haven't I have a hard time uh, if I were to project it because I have. Oh yeah, I mean it's everything takes practice, but it sounds like you're using the right parts of your voice of your vocal cords. Yeah, I I get that from uh, taken from my dad. That's that's all his genes. (laughs) Have you heard my dad sing? From back in ye olden times. Mm-hmm. Oh, have you? <laughs> yeah, the nineties, <90s. laughs> the early two thousands, um, which is coincidentally a, another aspect of our our past segment today. Uh, we're going to get into it. First of all, how are you? How's your the past few weeks? Actually, how's it been for you? Because we haven't we have not convened in. I well, yeah, I went to North Carolina. Didn't see you because you suck. No, I'm joking. Yeah, I, I, I didn't. Do, I do suck. I, <laughs> I wasn't there for very long. Um, checked out the house I'm gonna be moving in. That's kind of bizarre. I don't know. Oh, sweet. So that's confirmed, right? Technically not confirmed until the end of this month. Okay. But the parents feel like it's all but confirmed. So. Okay. Going off that. Um, I made a decision that I'm going to put like four or five months. Uh, I'm going to wait before I come back to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So rather than come April, I'm thinking like September, October. Okay. Um, so, so a little less than a year from now is when that'll be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Give me some time to save up money and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, in recent news, uh, You think you got COVID? Yeah, I'll know for sure tomorrow morning. But um, our my nursing home, we've had a little bit of an outbreak, and about okay. thirty-five out of ninety-ish people uh, got COVID. And I still have to do my job, so that means I had to interact with people with COVID. Yeah, and I did all week. And um, Friday, I kind of noticed a change. I was like, super low in energy, and I called out of work, and I didn't think yeah. too much of it. I just thought it was like a mental health day and I was maybe depressed or something. Yeah. And I came in on Saturday. It was a slow day because it was a Saturday. But that night, last night, man, I it, I, I had the same feeling of like just being deprived of energy, but also I was pretty congested. I, had, I didn't have a cough though. And I was like, well, you know, who knows? But, um... Yeah, I got a cough today. It's not bad, but it's a cough. <laughs> so I'm like, ah, fuck. So I I, I tested today. I went, I actually, the nursing home is pretty close. Yeah. I actually went to the nursing home and got tested today before I worked at the farmer's market. And it was negative. 
So I was like, all right, we're good. And then I got to cough while I was working the farmer's market. Okay. Well, I guess we got to test again tomorrow and make sure. Okay. Damn. Could just be the flu. Although, admittedly, I've never it, gotten that. Yeah, it, it could be the flu. You have... But uh... let, I'm going to keep it 100, man. There was a there was an interaction, I think, where if I, if I have COVID, I know the interaction where I got it. And I felt I was... Ugh. We got a new worker. And I yeah. was trying to teach her like the job and stuff, and I had to interview a resident, and it was a COVID positive room, so we have to like we got two masks on, we got a gown up, put on gloves, like we're in there. Yep. But she's she's the sweetest lady ever. Ready for the club, dressed the nines. Yeah, yeah. She was the sweetest lady ever. She can't hear very well. Oh no. So when I had to talk to her, I had to like come, like super close to her ear to talk to her and then before she spoke i tried to like (laughs) (laughs) but i had to ask her questions and i asked her like 25 or so questions so that's 25 times of me having to go in and then like try and pull back out but like she was so close in proximity that has like the same energy as like a final or like a boss battle in a video game, you know what I mean? Like you gotta, you gotta like maneuver and wait for them to like use the attack, and then in that like split second, you gotta go in like, uh, uh, and then and then exactly, and then you, you gotta do that <laughs> exactly. You gotta do that twenty. You gotta hit your special, and then you gotta do it again, like evade, 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 and then go in like twenty five times, and then you get COVID <laughs> from the boss battle. <laughs> It's not funny. I'm sorry. It's not, but that's... It's not that big of a deal, because if I'm um, being honest, while it kind of sucks, and if I do actually have it, I think it'll be, like, overall, a pretty chill case. Here comes the cough. <coughs> Yikes. Uh, no. Anyway. Okay. Hopefully you can't get it through the computer. But, I don't um, think so. Yeah, so, like, if I if it is a case of COVID, it's probably, like, a light case. Like, I'm not expecting anything too crazy from it. It just sucks. Probably gonna let me uh, yeah. A little bit of I'm sure. I mean, no, I uh, I can imagine that sucks. This certainly does not sound pleasant. Um, How was your last couple weeks? Um, pretty pretty cool, pretty hectic. Um, yeah, it's uh, we've had a lot going on. Uh, October was just really busy for us. Um, we had something going on every weekend, and of course, every weekday I I work um, till five, and I live an hour away, so I don't get home till six, and I gotta be up at yeah, and I gotta be up at uh, seven so that I can be I didn't at work. Go to work was an hour away. Yeah, yeah, I have an hour, uh, technically a two-hour commute every day, going there and coming back. That intense yeah so that combined i devote like 52 and a half hours a week to my job 10 hour commute each week plus um, 40 plus yes but uh, it's 42 and a half uh technically oh. but but yeah oh, okay. um because we don't work nine to five we work eight thirty to five so um <laughs> i don't know i don't know why Really. Maybe it's the, um, for lunch. Um, I I suppose, but like all, a lot of people are hourly and they only get half hour for lunch anyway, so like they end up working at nine to five, 
plus that extra half hour for lunch, you know, where he's worked in there. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, um, but yes, I digress. Been super busy, um, you know, we had, uh, the first weekend was like my son's first birthday, and then after that we had to go to Moore County f so that we could Sorry. do, well, we had to go to my grandparents so that we could do a birthday party with them for him. Um. Um, and then we had an actual birthday party where, like, all my friends and everything came, um, for, I was just uh, trying to find an excuse to shit on more County, that's all. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't need, <laughs> I don't even need an excuse. <laughs> I'll shit on more County for a number of reasons. But yes, um, it, it, which really sucks because I really would have liked to not take up two weekends with that and just have a one birthday party that my grandparents could have gone to um but that was not really doable for a variety of reasons um yeah um because they're old they don't do well traveling um they're crotchety um so they don't want to travel and and which honestly kind of perturbs me that, that that's a little frustrating for me that uh, i mean they've never they've never come up to visit me in the little over a year now that i've been living here um mm -hmm. Or how long has it been? Yeah, like a year, two, three months I've been living here. And uh, also, the the part that really gets me is I, I just can't trust them to behave in my home. Um, they 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 don't listen. I don't they don't respect what I have to say, ever. Um. So, uh, I remember the one time a couple years ago, my parents came to Thanksgiving at my house and we said, Hey, this, we rent this place. You can't smoke in here. And they did not give a shit. They sat by the screen door and smoked inside and tried to blow it out. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's still smoking inside. Um, um, <laughs> Sorry. yeah, obnoxious. so like, yeah, it's very obnoxious, uh, honestly, but the, the worst part is and I'm, I'm hesitant to even say this, but it's true, and it's incredibly um, frustrating, enraging, disappointing. Um, I cannot trust them around uh, my black friends. Yeah, um, they, yeah. I mean, if yeah, it makes man. you feel better, totally used to that one. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> really what do you mean you have experience <laughs> you say <laughs> i'm so used to like uh, well hold on i don't even know if i should say this hmm. that's up to you and we can always edit this out maybe none of this oh, yeah, yeah, no. yeah yeah but I'm, yeah i'm not really worried about that part but um yeah according to jess we almost dated like a while ago before yeah. we started like uh while I was still in North Carolina. Yeah. But <laughs> she, uh, I feel like I'm not going to say exactly how she said it. So whatever. She decided not to pursue it because she didn't want to have to deal with the backlash from her grandma, uh, grandmother. Wait, so she decided not to pursue the relationship uh, the first time around because of that? Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh my goodness. And well, now she's dead, so I just thought it's okay. Hey, what up? <laughs> <laughs>
I can't do that. I can't laugh at that. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what, man? But yeah, no, it's just... I, I, I don't know. I think you get to laugh at that, personally, but that's <laughs> just my opinion. Um. Yeah, no, dude, because, like, even... I'm not even going to get into it, because, like, I'm glad that we made that decision. Because at the birthday party, at my grandparents, they straight up said some awful shit. Some awful racist shit, like they do every time, and I was like, yep, this is why I had to drive an hour and a half for this. So that they think I love them, but also I kind of hate them, because they're... They're, they're, they have a very, um... I don't know, I'm trying to find a, a good way to say they're racist. Um, I just say they ignorant. They ignorant, yeah. They real ignorant. So, uh, but yes, um, apart from that, uh, we went to Pumpkin Patch. We did the whole Halloween thing. Um, we, uh, Morgan and I went and saw Stevie Nicks in concert. She was in Charlotte. Um, super dope. Um and uh, then uh, her nephews came Halloween weekend and stayed, like, that Saturday night. And we we all went to the pumpkin patch. And it was a really cool one. You know, they had, like, all these, like, giant slides made out of, you know, like, items from Lowe's and big silos and shit that they already had mm -hmm. on their farm. They had, like, a little quaint Cracker Barrel-type gift shop with not nearly as many sh much shit as Cracker Barrel has. Excuse me. Um... But yeah, uh, October was super cool. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I I, I actually I, I had to. It was a it was kind of a a stressful decision. Stressful is not the right word, but it was a tough decision because I wanted to come to Moore County that weekend, and like right after we saw Stevie Nicks Saturday, I wanted to come that Sunday and see you. And I was like, oh, dude, it would be totally great. We could surprise everybody and do a in person episode. Um, and I was like, yeah, man, I, I'm just exhausted. I got things to do like every single day. I need to take a day and yeah, no, chill at home. And also I've been broke. So like, I was like, I can't spend the gas money to drive like an hour and a half, two hours there. And then two hours back or whatever it is. Um, depending on yep. where at, we're at in Moore County. So, but yeah, uh, that's been my week. It's just been hectic. Uh, more like your month, right? Yeah, that that was my month. Um, and uh, this past weekend, I've actually been at home alone um, since Tuesday night. Um, oh, yeah, um, Morgan and uh, our son are—they're both in Chicago right now oh, with with her mom and her grandmother, Nana. And Windy um, City. That's what I'm saying, man. They're, I think they're like 20, 30 minutes or something right outside Chicago. Um, so basically, they're they're in Chicago. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so I've been living the bachelor bachelor life for the past five days or whatever. Um, they come back tomorrow night, and uh, it's been alright. Had to fend for myself because I'm not usually the one that makes dinner. Um, not not for like any uh, you know outdated. Uh, gender-related reasons. Um, it's literally just because she's at home. It's easier for her to like get it started and like have it. I come home and it's like we eat and have time to hang out and eat a little bit before we get him to bed. 
And she's also just better at it than I am. But now you get better. That's what I'm saying. She better. Yeah, I don't know. I practice, but like, I don't want to. I don't want to do that to everybody. It's like, do you know what? Do you know what I made for myself this week? What? Um, so they left Tuesday night. I think I got Wendy's that night after they left. (laughs) So like, went to Wendy's. The night after that, I think I did. Uh, is either Burger King or Beanie Weenies? I don't remember which. Um, whichever one that was, the next night was, uh, yeah. Burger King. And then I did, uh, and I think I did like, I made spaghetti tonight and then that's lunch tomorrow also. And the rest of the time it's been like soup, sandwiches, you know, uh, I think that's, that's really about it. Um, oh wait, no, I'm sorry. I went to this bar, uh, sports bar and grill, grill. Friday night where I got a Philly cheese steak and fries for dinner. Um, Sounds like an awful day. Not for me. I'm a piece of shit. I loved it. No, I'm sure it tastes good. I'm talking about for your body. For your long-term health, garbage. Correct. Steak. Correct. Which leads us into our past presentation. We will be discussing the documentary film. Supersize me? Supersize me. That is correct. I knew it. We will be reviewing, or I don't know, not really reviewing, but we're going to talk about it. Uh, just to start off, do you do you, have you seen this film? Believe it or not, I have not. Really? But I know the concept. I understand the concept. Right on. Okay, sure. So, um, to what is the? Uh, I could ask, dude. What is what is your understanding of this film? Home dude ate McDonald's for an extended period of time. I don't remember the exact time frame. Every day. Correct. Just to see um, the ramifications of McDonald's to his body. From correct. what I understand, uh, not good. <laughs> not good at all. Uh like it was it was pretty terrible. Like even the doctors he had like in the documentary, like examining this journey, they were like Hey man, we really didn't expect this to be this bad. You need to stop. <laughs> like, uh, so in the 2004 documentary Super Size Me, uh, producer and filmmaker Morgan Spurlock decides to eat nothing but McDonald's for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for 30 days. Um, as I said, this film was released in. Uh, 2004. The idea of it makes my stomach hurt. Yeah, man. Uh, fuck Jesus. Like it's, it's it's bad. I, oh God, you go, dude. I I I highly I recommend it. It's it's actually just a very good documentary. Very well put together. Um, they put so uh, I think they got like 250 hours of footage, and we only see less than one percent of that in the mm-hmm. runtime um, of the final product. So, um, backstory. Uh, basically, I think in 2002, Morgan Spurlock is at his parents shortly after Thanksgiving. He's on their couch at his family's, his parents' house, and sees a news story where two teenage women, two teenage girls from New York are suing McDonald's food chain mm-hmm. for causing... For, and their claim is that they directly caused their uh, health problems and obesity that they're suffering from at the time. 
Um, basically, one girl was 14 years old. One girl was 14 years old, was 4 foot 10, and weighed 170 pounds. Uh, another girl was 19 years old, 5 foot 6, 270 pounds. I knew it was going to This was in 2002, and essentially their case was, uh, the ruling was not in their favor. Um, judge ruled in favor of McDonald's because, and I quote, they failed to prove that eating McDonald's for every meal could not be linked as the sole cause for their condition. But it continued later to say, if such an accusation could be proven, then they would have a claim to stake. Oh, nice. So Morgan Spurlock said, oh, no, okay. no. Yeah, literally, that's what he said. He said, all right, so you claim that it's healthy and that someone could eat this for 30 days straight for every meal. Mm-hmm. Or could eat this for every meal. I don't think it said 30 days in the court case. But my man said, fuck it. Let's do it. He was very healthy at the beginning of this. Uh, his cholesterol was 165, which is very good. Um, he was 185 pounds. And he's like 6'2". So that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and uh, Which, of course, people have different body types. Not always a, a, an accurate indication just based off your height. Um, but to be six foot two and 885 pounds, real good. His body, uh, body fat percentage, I think, was like 11%. So he's, he's in pretty good health. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he express, at the beginning, and in the beginning of the documentary, he, he expresses how when he was a kid, they rarely ever went out to eat. His mother always did home-cooked meals. Um, and so he's a, generally a pretty healthy person, you know, other than like he used to smoke and partook in like some drug use according to the the documentary healthy mm-hmm. guy so we embark on this journey and he begins eating nothing but mcdonald's for 30 days and also he limits to further prove his point the average american at the time was sl- slated as walking 5000 steps a day or less so he limits his steps to 5,000 a day in addition to this diet. To, basically, he's playing the part of an average American for 30 days to prove or disprove the effects of McDonald's McDonald's on a person's body. So, um, basically, he was averaging 5,000 calories a day during this. Uh, And I believe what you're supposed to consume for a man of uh, his height is like 2,000 to 2,500 calories per day. He was eating double the calories he should have been eating every day. Um, By day two, he was vomiting. Like, it shows in the documentary. Day two, lunchtime, he eats it and starts throwing up out the car window, man. Uh, You know, um, so, so clearly we're getting bad already, right? Uh, and during this entire documentary, he's diving more into, uh, the marketing behind this, the regulations behind this, how these fast food industries, uh, shove it down our throats, basically, and Mm -hmm. pass it off as, like, good, clean, uh, American eating, you know? Um, so, 
let's play our favorite, the guessing game. By day five, he has a weigh-in and a health check. How many pounds do you think he gained in five days? I'm going to say five pounds. Ten. Jeez. Yeah. My man gained ten pounds. And at a certain point, it kind of leveled off, but that was because he started losing muscle mass. Mm. And so, like, it, it would, like, inc- uh, I think um, by day... 12 he had gained 17 pounds um and it kind of stalls out in the low 200s range uh but again that's because he's putting on fat but not uh he's losing muscle mass which muscle weighs more than fat um so uh the the damage done to his body during this just these 30 days is absolutely terrifying honestly man so uh or again, we'll play the guessing game. Uh, how many pounds overall would you say that he gained by day 30? 25. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I'll say that. 24.5 pounds. Ah, nice. nice. round up. It, it, I was about to say, is this the first time that like one of us has been correct in the guessing? I think you've done it once before, maybe. I don't remember. Um, but you know what? Pretty good job. Uh, that was good. Uh, cholesterol. Do you want to guess what that went to? He was at 165 beforehand. I don't know anything about cholesterol. I don't know it's a high cholesterol. I don't either. Honestly, <laughs> apparently one. Apparently under 200 is good. So 230. Exactly 230. Did you read Look my fucking this. notes? <laughs> no. <laughs> I just threw out a random number. Why don't you give the fucking presentation? How about that? <laughs> Easy. Uh, yeah, no, so, um, alright, last one. Body fat percentage was 11% before. Where do you think it is now? I'm definitely going to say something in the 20s. I'm going to say no. 22. Nah. No? Lower. It's, it's lower. 18. Bro, go fuck yourself. It's exactly 18. <laughs> Why don't you go fuck yourself? How about that? Uh, I only took two guesses that time. <laughs> You're on a fucking roll today. Mm-hmm. Damn, okay. Alright, so... Um, yeah, uh, it's it's really terrible. And like I said, he has these health experts that are helping him through this process. Basically taking all the records down. You know, he has a first check-in on day 5. Then again on day 12, he has a second one. Um... Uh, and he's he's talking with uh, health and diet experts who weigh him and like help him kind of understand the diet he's on and what the uh, caloric count is that he's in- ingesting, as well as like what all the other things he's ingesting means for him. Um, so in addition to that, he's got like cardiovascular experts who he's seeing also. Um, you're making a face, what? Not just heart stuff, man. That's scary shit. Yeah, it's scary shit. This this dude was straight up like, um, hey man, uh, this data that we got, you're 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 getting sick. Like your liver is turning into pate, were his exact words. Mm-hmm. Like it, the same the same way an alcoholic would pickle their liver going on a binge, you're doing that with high fat diet. I, and the dude was like, I didn't even think this was possible. 
But yeah, you're doing it, and you should really stop. Um, like, straight up by, like, the first check-in, they're like, uh, can we, can we, like, interest you in at least taking a, a multivitamin or aspirin every day? And he was like, uh, they don't sell those things at McDonald's, so I can't take it. <laughs> they were like, bro, are you fucking kidding me? Um, yeah, another, so, like, something else crazy happens. The dietitians that he's seeing during this, their mm -hmm. fucking office shut down. Uh, not related, like literally, they they're like they went out of business dur during the documentary in the middle of it. Jeez! Like he tried, he had an appointment, and then like he got a call from his dietitian and was like, "Hey, Morgan, uh, just so you know, we can meet, but it won't be at the office." <laughs> Jeez! Yeah. Um. And and so that's where we kind of we're, we're at in this documentary. He goes into where health, diet, exercise the status of it at that time in America, which he filmed in 2002, 2000, 2003, um, I think into 2000, no, 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 I don't think he, they were done filming by 2003, but yes, um, and basically, yeah, it's, it's harrowing, really awful, yeah. um, so, I've, uh, I've had the need to vomit throughout this whole presentation, yeah, I am, a piece of shit. What I used to do, um, is I would eat McDonald's while I watched it. Jeez. Yeah, I, I used to do that. that. I used to do that. Like, I would watch it every now and then, because, like, there was a period where I was living, um, uh, with a, a mutual friend of ours. I won't say his name. Because um, mm -hmm. I don't know if he wants to be mentioned on this, but, um, yeah, I was living with him and his sister, and, uh, the little the Wi-Fi was not unlimited. Like we had limited data, and Oof, um, that sucks. Yeah, and like I, I wasn't like really. I was paying like three hundred dollars a month, I think, in rent. And I was like, all right, yeah. so like I I don't and there I was not in school at the time, and uh, he and his sister were. So I was like, I I don't get first dibs on the Wi-Fi. So I just had a catalog of movies on a hard drive that I would watch uh, again and again. Um, and Super Size Me was one of them, amongst others. And so, like, I'd watch it, and I would get, like... <laughs> I would go get, like, a value meal for McDonald's <laughs> while I watched it. Uh, and And I don't know why. I don't know what's wrong with me to, like, want to watch someone throw up from eating McDonald's while I'm eating McDonald's. Um... But I did. So, uh, I, I got off track. Uh, but yeah, I'm a piece of shit, is what that means. This um, whole thing takes me off vomit. Yeah, man. I, 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 um, I'd still recommend the documentary. It premiered at Sundance January 17th, 2004, and was very well received. It was a Grand Jury Prize nominee. And I believe he won for Best Direction uh, for a documentary. Cool. Um, so, very well received. And I think at that point it was then picked up for distribution um, by uh, Samuel Goldmeyer Corporation. Um, then, um, I think Roadside Attractions. I don't know if that's his company or or not uh then there's like the con those are the the major companies that were 
that were slated involved with it. I don't know who distributed. I assume it was Sam McGoldmeyer. Mm -hmm. I digress. Very well received at Sundance. Six weeks after the Sundance premiere, McDonald's gets rid of its Super Size Me option. Oh, wow. Claiming it was unrelated to the film. Yes, that's the face you... Correct. That's the face you and everybody else made for for in in reaction to that comment. Um, so the film uh, goes on to release nationally May seventh, two thousand four, uh, in the U.S. and Canada, and then has several uh, to a limited release, and then it's released worldwide for like throughout the rest of the year. Uh, eventually, worldwide grosses eleven million five hundred thirty-six thousand four hundred twenty-three dollars for a budget of sixty-five thousand dollars. That's pretty um, solid returns. Yeah. Wait, what'd you say? That's pretty solid returns. Yeah, for sure. We're not talking about Blair Witch returns or anything, but uh, pretty fucking good. It is the. 22nd highest grossing documentary of all time. Um, It was also nominated for an Oscar. Um, Another uh, another little little fun fact, uh, the day before the official release of the film, McDonald's rolls out its Go Active campaign. Uh, to get people to uh, begin eating healthier and making more healthy options. Uh, once again, claiming it was unrelated to the film. That's so full of shit. Correct. Uh, and you know what? I say correct. We can't prove it. Because um, that was their official... Nah, fuck them. That, no, but they use, they use the knowledge that you can't prove it as a way... Exactly. To, like, I mean, that that's what they do. Not acknowledge it. Well, yeah. They, un- they un- rolled it out the day before the release... That way, you know, they could be like, oh, well, this came before that, oh. see? But, of course, it there was, was like, just a coincidence. A little coinky-dink, even though we became aware of this four months ago in January and have been spiraling since then. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, no, every other, pretty much so, every other chain followed. Burger King got rid of, rid of the king-size option. Did it Wendy's change the result? Wait, what did Wendy's get rid of? Uh, king... Uh, Burger King and Wendy's both got rid of their largest size options. Um, I believe they just re, you know, they like reworked it around. So like they got rid of the label and they kept the size under like a different name. Like basically, basically they got rid of the small in actuality and the medium became small, large became medium and their king size option became large. Did uh, that court case get revisited? Uh, not to my knowledge, no. Um, but, uh, the lawyer representing those... fucking pay up. Yeah, exactly. Kind of. The lawyer representing those two women was actually in the documentary as well. And he had several oh, other okay. cases. Um, uh, and it's really interesting to see this because there, there was clearly a, uh, you know, this was all part of a, a kick t- in the entire country to be more healthy overall. Um, the Atkins diet had been reintroduced and gained popularity again in the 90s. Same thing with, like, uh, dance classes and exercise classes. Um, 
you know, that's when we started seeing more, more, um, um, products and plans for like weight loss and everything, you know, the, that, that weren't just diet and exercise, you know, take, drink this powder, take this pill. It'll help you lose weight without even doing anything, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and, uh, you know, then that's 2004 and, I mean, I remember when, because I was, um, I was born in 96, so I remember the mid to late 2000s um, very well, and there was so much push for more activity, uh, I mean, just a big push to be healthier in general, especially when it came to kids, because that's the thing, the biggest issue with that lawsuit than that this documentary points out is that mcdonald's is targeting kids period their mascot is a fucking clown that hangs out with the kids they pushed birthday parties they pushed all the happy meals they had playgrounds there man you know i know my kid ain't gonna eat no fucking fast food they'll eat some but i'll make sure it's not a regular thing yeah no i agree and that's kind of how we feel i i really do not eat mcdonald's anymore at all um I actually can't remember the last time I ate McDonald's, and uh, no, actually I do. I got a McGriddle several months ago, I think, um, because man, yeah, I don't know why, but like talking about all these McDonald's foods is making me so nauseous. Ugh. Oh yeah, no, McDonald's is not a regular thing. I eat McDonald's at this point, maybe maybe three times a year. Um, I eat it a little bit more, but that's because in Seattle, there's not a lot of fast food options. And there's real. fucking way... Oh, so there's so many fucking options in Seattle. Ugh, what, do you, what do you mean? There's a bunch of McDonald's in the city of Seattle. Let's, let's do a quick... Oh, you're going to look it up? Yeah. Um, well, so, uh, basically okay. this, no, 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 you're fine. Uh, I mean, this all basically just becomes a much bigger thing. So the, the push to get healthy was already kind of there at the beginning of the Bush administration. Mm-hmm. What's the number? How many, how many McDonald's are there? In North I Canada? just, I'm just looking at a map. I'm looking at a map of Seattle. <laughs> it's like let looking me, up a pedophile in your neighborhood. <laughs> oh no! Don't say that. Okay. It's like look at up how um, many like convicted offenders there are living around you. You know, it's like you don't want to know, bro. Trust me. Nine. Nine in Seattle. Mm. Yeah. Damn. How big is Seattle? I mean, it's a big city, right? It's not that big. Really. Oh. It's just there's a lot of people here, but it's actually not considered that big in terms of like area wise. I see. Okay. So nine is so. That's that. I mean, yeah, that's a big number because like how many are in? I would have to. Now you got me thinking. How many are in Charlotte? Hold up. I, I have to assume there's a, over ten in Charlotte. I'm pretty sure Charlotte is big. Is bigger land area than Seattle. Yeah. Let's see.
Oh my god. What? Jesus. I'm looking at it. How many is it? Is it like 20? Is it less? I got 18. Ugh. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my god. Well, like, and now they have McDonald's, like, in every town. Like, even small yeah. towns that shouldn't have McDonald's. Like, uh, yeah. West End. West End has a fucking McDonald's now, man. Just the most popular fast food restaurant right now. Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. Country. I don't think so. Oh, Not you anymore. Don't think so? No, no, I, I'm pretty sure, um, God, I want to say Chick-fil-A is the most popular. It's either that or Subway or Taco Bell. Ugh. I mean, it's definitely oh. still in, like, the top ten, maybe top five, but. Oh, no, it's definitely in the top five, 100%. Just because of availability. It has so many fucking stores. I mean, like, yeah. Uh, if you're in, like, a... <laughs> Are you fucking shitting What's me? What's up? No, no. Uh, this is this is one website. This can't be. Ah, what the fuck, bro? Starbucks is number one, <laughs> and then it's McDonald's. I hate it here. That's hilarious. That's, That's not hilarious. even. You know how you see people on like Twitter, Instagram, be like, "Coffee is a meal." Sometimes they really believe that shit. Hold on, Starbucks has food now. Yeah, but like, it's overpriced, and it's just okay, and it's super small. But they have yeah, food it's 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 all microwaved, man. It's a microwaved no, breakfast know. sandwich. Oh, yeah, no, I know. As, or I, maybe um, they have paninis now. No, uh, maybe. But um, the only reason why I get Starbucks nowadays is because my boss volunteers to buy a Starbucks every once in a while. Has nothing to do with the fact that you live in Seattle. No, I don't like coffee. I don't drink. I'm not a. I'm not a coffee everyday person. Uh, it's just not me. So like, uh, Starbucks is not an ideal place for me. I think the food's overly expensive and not that good, and I don't really care that much about coffee. So, uh, but if someone's gonna give me free Starbucks, okay, I'm listening, right? And I've tried some of the food options, man. Alright, so good, I'm looking but like it's yeah. like a fucking tiny little biscuit like this size, it's like nine dollars. Like, uh alright, so I'm looking at uh on what the, is called the the NPD and I don't know what that stands for, but apparently like they're the authority when it comes to this shit. So th theirs actually is number one in terms of dollar sales is McDonald's and then Starbucks and then Chick-fil-A and then Taco Bell. I really but thought I think so, that's just so going to be the case there. just because of the sheer volume of McDonald's. They're in the fucking country. Yeah. No, they I have mean... the ability to produce more than any of these other places. In Washington, at last time I checked, there's only like eight Chick-fil-A's, right? So right, yeah. you're not going to be able to generate as much money in the state of Washington as yeah. fucking McDonald's, who has... And they're close. 
how many did I forgot how many McDonald's I said in Seattle, but nine, right? Yeah, Just nine in Seattle. in Seattle. I mean, there are. I mean, there are millions, though, right? Uh, maybe millions is is too That's much. That's high. I wouldn't say millions. <laughs> I know there's at least tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands. Think, of yeah, yeah, that's probably true. I'm gonna check. Google's it out. a wonderful thing, isn't it? I love it. All right, yeah. So I was that I was a little much. There are thirty-eight thousand McDonald's locations. Over thirty-eight thousand. Yep. <gasps> Excuse me. In the world, um, ninety-three percent of which. Or franchises, yeah. Uh, that's what in said the United States. Uh, thirteen thousand. In the United States, thirteen thousand. Oh, yeah. Jesus, yeah, man. They, it's, it's nuts. Well, okay. So, do you remember that time though, from when you were a kid and like you saw all these like get up and be active commercials and public service announcements? I'm going to keep it honest. I'm going to keep it 100. No. All I did was play video games. I didn't care about that. So. Fair enough. So, like, that was the thing. I was, like, 12. Eventually... I was 12 and played a bunch of games. And, like, well, like, that's I, all I, I didn't play about. as many video games as I did watch TV. And that's the thing. Mm. Fast food restaurant chains got in on it. And then eventually they started addressing the issue more so. And they're like, hey, a big issue for this also is video games and TV. Kids are not coming home and being active. And they don't. Yeah, I mean. I love video games. Hey, I love video games too. I love TV also. And that's the thing. Nah, video games are perfect in every way. (laughs) They improve dexterity and reflexes. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I'm a better person because of video games. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not dissing video games. No, I'm I think... no, 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 hold on. Let me just, let me tone that down. I'm joking. But this is sarcastic. <laughs> I, that's good. I think, I think saying you're a better person because of video games is a little much. Mm, is it? I don't know. Have you played Prince play of Persia? <laughs> changed that's my the, life. That's the example? Prince of Persia changed my life. That's a good game. That's a good franchise. It, well, until it wasn't. Until the movie? Oh, no, before that. Oh, okay. Well, okay, It was still so... bad during the movie. But... Oh, dude, we should... That should be my present movie. I should talk about Prince of Persia with Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm so conflicted with that movie. Because I actually love, adore Jake Gyllenhaal as an actor. But fuck me, dude. That movie yeah. is dog shit. I never saw it's a, it. It's like below average. And that's why it pisses me off. If it was an average movie, I'd be more happy. But it's just like just below average. And it's not really because of the performances or anything. It's just bad. It's just not like, good writing. Just the script. Yeah. The special effects are okay. Mm-hmm. It's just dumb. It makes me mad. I don't want to talk about it. You look really Video game. Oh, though, dude. Really. We have a whole episode about video game adaptations and why they piss me the fuck off. See, that's the thing. We're going to be starting our own, like, podcast conglomerate, and then the video game is going to be a separate podcast. Um, you know, as soon as... Man. Yeah. Can't wait to talk about Doom with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> you know what a piece of a trivia I heard the other day? The first movie adaption of a video game. Do you know what it was? 
I have a I, I have a thought, but I just want to just scrape my memory banks just to think okay. if there's anything else. Okay. Okay. I'm just gonna say what my initial thought was because I couldn't think of anything else. Super Mario Brothers. Yes. Yeah, that movie's fucking garbage. Oh my god. Yes, it is. Jesus and I hate Christ. it because it has so many great actors in that yeah! movie. And it's not good. I don't know how they made it not good, but like they literally took all of it and just fucked it up completely. Like it's not even it's not even reminiscent of the game. It's a better at movie all. if you if you just don't think of it as a Mario movie. Yes. It, I think I, it it improves the movie a lot. What is like, a... Yeah. It, it's still... It's still not great. I don't know. So that, when I was a kid, I thought it was amazing. Because I was like... I had a similar reaction. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was 11 and I was like, I can't believe it. It's Princess... It, it pissed yeah. me off. It wasn't even Princess Peach. It was Princess Daisy. And I was like, oh yeah, she was a character. I forgot. Yep. But yeah, whatever. It's got the fucking ant from Harry Potter. Um, Who's the dude, the main villain in it? He was in Speed. I forgot his name. He's he's a big actor, too. I don't know why I can't I can remember it. Um, But God, we are, we are getting off topic. Uh, That's fine. That's why we have post-production. Yeah, but no, I love it. My favorite part, uh, I love Bob Bob Hoskins, but I love it because it's just a very young John uh, Lugizamo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luigi. Yes. Um, Dennis Hopper. That's who it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dennis Hopper plays the bad guy. And bro, yeah, no, I didn't even realize that was him. He's so young in that movie. Um, but God, because I love him now. He's in like everything. Oh, uh, Oh God! He was in Chef, the John Favreau movie. He was in Ant Man. Um, oh, okay. Fuck! Uh, he's oh. in a whole. Yeah, he's in Wait, a whole he bunch. Of... He was. He was like. I'm pretty sure he was like. He was one of the the side dudes, like uh, Paul Rudd's like friends or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, like in the van and shit. Yeah, um, yeah. that dude's in everything. But I digress. Um, but no, I bring it up because when I was a kid, I remember watching Nickelodeon, and I still remember the song. They had all the Nickelodeon-like characters and shit. Uh, basically, they would do a commercial to be like, hey, thanks for watching. Get up and go play outside. Um, they would play the song. Uh, I, I'm going to sing it. Um, <laughs> yeah, kill it. They played it. And it would, they, like, basically, I'd be watching Jimmy Neutron. And they would just pop on with that shit. Get up, get up, get up, and be a player. Get up, get up, get up. Get up. This is your uh, message. Go outside and play 15 minutes a day. Or half an hour a day. I don't even fucking remember. But I yeah. You have to get up to be a player, if you know what I mean. Yeah, that's right. I know that's right. I'm funny. Holy shit, yes. I'm so funny. You're funny. I hate it. You know, I just did. I'm gonna send it to you. Um, I did. I did voices uh, recently. I'm getting into voice acting. Um, not for like any projects. I just basically. I just. Yeah, I've, I I've my... like. That's something I aspire to do too. 
I think I, I, uh, I think I have a lot of talent with my voice. I agree. You have a, a, a pretty remarkable voice, I would say. Um, excellent speaking voice, among, amongst other things. Um, I like doing, like... I don't know. I like my voice. Normal voice is fine. I really like doing things that don't sound anything like my voice. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I've heard you do some, and they're always they're always pretty funny, at least to me, uh, or at least interesting. Um, yeah. My my favorite blooper from my favorite blooper from Small Town Relics is like, or behind mm-hmm. the scenes behind the scenes footage I I should say is, uh, you reading the script, in a Shakespearean delivery kind Wait, of way. What was I you know? reading? I forgot. Um. Do you remember? Was it Miss New Booty? Is it, was it Miss New Booty? No, no, no. Like you were reading from the Small Town Relic script. Oh, the script. <laughs> yeah, you were okay. reading. We were I sitting think... on the on the couch, and I just got you, mm-hmm. and you're like reading from the script. And you're like, <laughs> I'm not gonna say it, but like, you're like Edward. I'm not conducting interviews. I'm selling weed. <laughs> <laughs> What inspired that was a video of a, a like older white gentleman sitting by a fireplace yeah. reading I found uh, lyrics to Miss New Booty. And he was like, I found you, Miss New Booty. Bring it together and bring it back to me. Get it right. Get it right. Get it tight. And I was, I died. So, so most recently, I think you did that too. I don't remember though. Um, <laughs> but that's so, what inspired me to do it for this. <laughs> the script. Um, so I only have one recording, or I have like <laughs> maybe a couple. Basically, I do "Creep" by Radiohead as Goofy. Um, and then I kind of branched out. I was drinking. Fun. Like, I told you, I've been living the bachelor life this weekend, so, like, I was like, I got nothing else to do. This is something I've thought about doing, so I did that. And then, like, by the end of the song, I'd branched out and just started singing random lyrics as uh, Christopher Walken. Um, <laughs> now, I would admit, that's a voice it's I, don't hard. Feel, I don't think I can do very well. It's hard. Like, he's, his voice has, like, his levels uh, naturally. I don't there's, even know how. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of variation, but it... Yeah. I don't know you don't want to overdo it. It's right. very like, it's very it's unique cadence. Yeah, yeah, it's so odd. But like, I, I, I'm getting better with Christopher Walken, but I'm still working on it. Um, I think amongst others, I also did SpongeBob. Yes, I can't do that. And, right now. That's too hard on my voice. And then uh, Bane and Batman. Oh yes, I was wondering go to Drake first. Like, oh, I hate it, because I... Oh, your body. Oh, your body. Oh, your body. I... So, like, I, I got to the part in the song, I was oh, like... Oh, on the ceremony, yeah. Mr. Wayne. <laughs> I, 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 get... I want... I, I, I did it. Credit. I thought that was right. voice. Right. Because he already kind of has, like, an interesting voice. Um, yeah, and it's he like... changed it completely for that Yeah. Movie. Uh, yeah, God, he shaved his head too. That was weird. That was that was legitimate. Yeah, 
uh no like so like i really i honed in on that part of the that piece of dialogue because i got into the part of the song where it's like i want a perfect body (laughs) (laughs) i want a perfect soul (laughs) i'm just gonna end up doing the whole thing um have you seen the bane rap no oh my god Someone's doing the Bane voice, but they're doing a rap. It is actually one of the funniest things ever. Is that, is that like epic rap battles of history? No, 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 no. Someone took the football scene. You remember where he blows up the football stadium? They yeah. took that scene, edited a little bit, and added their own voice and had Bane rap. <laughs> and it's like one of the funniest things. Okay, hold on. This is super. Right on. No, this is super. Oh, are you going to give it to me? Yeah. Oh, yes, I'm Bane. That's my name. I remember that. <laughs> I love it. Um, I, I can't remember the line. It's like, it's like, try to take me down and I'll crash your plane. <laughs> Something fuck. like that. It's really bad. That's I'm actually like, pretty hardcore. When I, I like say that. no, you say survivors. <laughs> no, survivors. <laughs> oh, my God. Alright, alright, I sent it to you. We can continue with the episode. I hate that you just did that to me. <laughs> that was, it's in the video, it's great stuff. Oh god, I had to spit my drink out. <laughs> you almost made me spit my drink out, jeez. Yeah, we're even. Um, but yeah, fucking don't... not stand on ceremony here, Mr. Wayne. <laughs> I want you to notice... Don't go that around. Nope, no. Nope. That's the one part of Bat- those movies I I thought was obnoxious as shit. It made no <laughs> yeah. sense. Yeah. We've I, talked well, about this before. Like, why couldn't he just... The the dude in Scream, Ghostface, could change his fucking voice. Like, why can't this mil- this billionaire, like... Um, he can't buy something for that? Again, Christian Bell, phenomenal actor, okay? Yeah. Not the best Batman. Not because well, of Christian Bale. No, I mean, honestly, like, Batman actually, is just a Actually, you know what? It actually character. is because of Christian Bale. I saw some information that actually said it was Christian Bale's decision to do The Boys, and Christopher Nolan didn't stop it. So it's both Christopher Nolan and Christian Bale's fault. Christian yeah, Bale coming up with a dumb shit idea. Love you. Okay? <laughs> even, the best people, even the best people have dumb shit ideas. Okay? Yes. No? Yeah. Don't take it the wrong way. Phenomenal actor. Okay. Yeah. But then Christopher Nolan for not recognizing that that's a fucking dumb shit idea. Also, one thing I noticed in movies two and three, he like really ramped up the raspiness of his voice. In yeah. Batman Begins, it's actually way more subtle. And I think if he kept that throughout, it wouldn't have been perceived as bad. But, you know. That's fine. I don't know. I, I saw like a. Uh, back-to-back dialogue examples from Batman Begins and the other two movies, and it's just so much more extreme than the other two movies. It's really weird. Yeah. I'm not wearing hockey pants! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Excuse me? What did you say? We've already, I mean, I've already given my whole spiel on The Voice, man. I don't need to give it again. Like, the part that, I've, I've told you, the part where I, I left off was, like, he he had to give, like, the the twist in the knife bit at the end yeah. of Dark Knight Rises, and I was like, man, just spit it the fuck out, alright? We know how this ends. It's a Batman movie. 
just just deliver the fucking um, line. I don't know. Um, but, but yes, again, was, I said all that just to say that Robin Pattinson is the best Batman. Yes, I know. That's you're always your your end game. You're always trying to plug Robert Pattinson as Batman, and you're trying to plug everything everywhere all at yeah, once. He's the best Batman. Uh, that's fair. He might be. I don't know. I I I just think Batman is a very hard character, yeah, and I think and Robert I've said it, killed it. Val Kilmer said it. He was like, "Yeah, I very quickly realized this is him speaking on his experience as Batman." He was like, "Yeah, man, I realized they didn't want me to act." They just wanted me to show up, deliver the line, and... Oh, that's sad. Yeah, like, basically, he was like, yeah, I'm... Yeah, man, he was like, I was very... expression. Really? That's exactly how he felt about it. That's exactly why George Clooney had to step in on the next one. He was like, hey, man, I don't want to do this again. Um, And that's easily the worst Batman. George Clooney, great actor. Hampton Man, fucking worst Batman. Okay? Sorry, George. Not a bad Bruce Wayne. A lot of other things. Not a bad Bruce Wayne, but I don't know. That's a whole other argument if you can even say that like those are separate. Cause they I mean, kind yeah, of Christian are... Bell was... I think you can make the argument that Christian Bell might be the best Bruce Wayne. Yeah. He just had a dog yeah. Batman. But when you're playing Batman, you're playing two characters. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the hard part. Um. So I guess let me be clear when I say best Batman. I'm saying best overall package of Bruce Wayne and Batman. Fair enough. And I think Brock Pattinson that's, is that man. That's what we that's what we talk about nine times out of ten on this podcast. Batman and Star Wars. Well yeah, I've, it's probably the best movie I think I've seen this year. I'll have to think about that again. No, everything so. everywhere all at once. Oh, it's not. It is. Yeah, I had to think about that. It's the second best movie. Uh. <laughs> um Yeah, um, I think that's probably the best movie I've seen all year. But anyway, I digress. Um, just to kind of wrap it up, Super Size Me um, became a staple when we have the discussion of fast food and uh, how food consumption, diet, exercise, how those are perceived in America. Like I said, uh, after that, I mean, in the later 2000s, it, all over my school in uh, in media and everywhere there was just so much push to get healthier and especially when it came to kids um you know uh we get that we get toward the end of the bush administration the obama administration administration comes in and if you remember michelle obama made that a priority uh for her mm-hmm. yeah, yeah that was and, like and, her and, whole thing yeah, yeah. that was her whole thing uh, getting kids healthy uh getting them active um, fighting uh, obesity in America, but also with a special focus on childhood obesity. In 2010, the uh, the um, I want to say that it was the Obama administration, but just Congress overall. The uh, there was a bill passed that required at that point all restaurant chains with at least 20 locations it became mandatory that you had to provide the nutritional value facts at your restaurants. That's so frustrating. That even has to be a fucking law, but yeah. Well, so again, I highly encourage you, man, go watch Super Size Me. It's just a great documentary. It's crazy to see it. Uh, this dude's experience uh, when he, when he goes on this binge and, and in the documentary, literally, half of the mcdonald's 
could not give him anything on the nutritional facts. In 2003, when he did this, he would go... This is New York City. Half of the McDonald's he went into would not or could not provide any nutritional facts on the food. And some the ones that did have it, you know, often they wouldn't have it as a pamphlet. They found one, like, there's literally, like, one frame that was, like, in the back that they had to put up or something. Um, and uh, I believe the, the law requiring restaurant chains to do that didn't actually become enforceable until 2018. Mm-hmm. So it was enacted in 2010, but it was like, all right, you know, hey, we're reasonable. You have eight years to comply. Um, yeah, that's more than enough time. Yeah, exactly. I gave him a fucking Fucking figure it out. Pitter patter. Let's go. Yeah, exactly, man. You got fucking billions of dollars to invest in your marketing campaign yeah. to push your trash ass food, you but you can literally do this overnight. Go exactly. fuck yourself. Exactly. You absolutely years. could. Well, yeah, and and a part of it too, I think, is uh, you know, ninety three percent, or at least as of 2022, 93 percent of McDonald's are franchises. It's not corporate, so these are independent owners who are licensing the McDonald's brand, the McDonald's product. Um, so technically, they're small business owners. If you want to call yeah. them that, I um, feel like, and I don't know this for a fact because I haven't really looked into it but i feel like the reason why that's so prevalent mcdonald's is because it probably makes mcdonald's a lot of money to have that yeah have it like yeah because i would imagine there's some type of yearly fee to have a franchise under mcdonald's name absolutely there is there is absolutely a fee and that's that's really how mcdonald's made most of their money it's how they got so big um have you seen the founder with michael keaton um yeah uh, basically, it goes o- over, and I think uh, I'm not sure how much of it is accurate, but it's a biopic on Ray Kroc and how he went from like a, uh, a, I think he was like selling blenders or something like that. He was just a traveling salesman in the 50s, and on the road he came across this little operation ran by two brothers who had the last name McDonald, and uh, yeah, he just slid in, and uh, basically they were struggling for a few years, and then like he went to some marketing dude, and he was like, "Hey, dude, your money is not going to be in this like operation. It's great you've streamlined that and, and basically invented fast food, but the money you're going to make <coughs> is in is in real estate. You license the franchises, especially if you like provide like I think uh, there was like something where they were like buying the land that they would be put on, and they would just give people the franchising money or whatever." And, like, bro, they just fucking raked it in. Because the whole deal was like, hey, do you want to get rich? Buy a fucking McDonald's restaurant that you own. Easy. Yeah. Um, get rich so. quick. Exactly. Um, to this day. Exactly. So, in different forms. But yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, the rest, as they say, is history. Uh, Super Size Me is a staple uh, in a cult classic in its own way. Uh, there, I can name two different teachers that uh, had us watch it when I was in grade school. Um, our science teacher had us watch it, and when I was in like culinary class, foods class, uh, our teacher made us watch that also. Um, hmm. And I'm sure a lot of health classes, gym classes, like they make you watch that as well. Um, for the sole fact of like, it is very good information, uh, and it is a, a very, very accurate portrayal of 
the dangers of fast food. Um, so much so yeah. that it warranted. There is a sequel to it. Um, Super Size Me Two. For the for, for two months. I I it's don't. I've seen it. It was a while ago, but um, I I don't think he goes on a binge in the same way. But basically, it's the same kind of focus. He dives into the chicken industry, Chick Fil A, Popeyes, um, and basically how those have not only, uh, not only is it not healthy, and uh, it's also immoral and is fucked over so many farmers. Um, who, who color me have... shocked and surprised. Yes, exactly. Um, so I actually would recommend that one as well. Um, yeah. And uh, no, actually, that's what he, that's actually the premise. He doesn't go on a binge. He starts his own chicken restaurant. Um, <laughs> and basically, at the end of it, he's like, "Then the whole premise behind his chicken restaurant is he's like, yeah, do you like what you're eating? Here's all the facts about it. Like they like his whole marketing thing is like true chicken, like." what you're fucking buying here what like this is all the process that goes into um making this kind of restaurant and he at the end of it he's like yeah um i hope my chicken restaurant gets so big that everybody eventually sees what i'm trying to do and sees uh why these restaurants are like should not exist and i hope they all get shut down including mine yeah um so yeah morgan spurlock man i got a fucking re- give it to that dude i got mad respect for that guy um he's not even and i love it because he speaks so highly he's actually more of a producer i think than anything and he's like yeah man for me like and this is something i really agree with he said uh, in an interview recently or maybe a few years ago um someone asked him like hey do you have more movies that you want to make you know uh and he's like honestly for me filmmaking is something where it's like you make this movie because you have to because you will go absolutely fucking crazy if you don't um, which is how it's been for me in my experience. You know, it's it's not like, oh, I want to do it. It's like, I have to do it kind of thing. Um, so he's like, yeah, honestly, I get more out of supporting other filmmakers and lifting them up and being part of their um, their experience and their journey the, than making my own films most of the time. So, uh, yeah, supersize me. Go, go watch it. I get more joy in finding the bad directors and shit that make you feel good? Does that make you feel like a big man, Adam? Big, strong man. Alright, well, that is the story of Supersize Me, and... uh, I don't know how I got through that. I literally felt nauseous as we talked about it. Well, you, uh... We can cut this out later, Adam, but I I do remember um, you've given me some context clues as to the type of diet you had when you were a kid. Did you eat a lot of fast food when you were a kid? I ate more than I probably should have, I think. Yeah. Um, I, I'll be honest. One time you told me, when we were shooting Small Town Relics, you told me uh, that you had not had, you had not never had an apple. Yeah, that's probably true. I eat apples every or, day now. Yeah, or something like that. Like in, in like awesome. 20, 20 years or something, 20 something years, you had never had an apple. Um, yeah, which that's not like a slight against you or like the way you were raised by any means for me that that just speaks to literally the, the fucking stranglehold that fast food chains want to have 
on yeah. e- on on That's American what I'm saying. My kids, I'll, I'll I'll give my kids some fast food, but they yeah. eat fruit every fucking day and vegetables every mm-hmm. fucking day. Exactly, man. We do not give him. Uh, we do not give him our son. Um, that no cheeseburgers. Um, I don't think so. No, no, we gave him. We did give him like half a cheeseburger, but it wasn't a fast food cheeseburger. It was from like a mom and pop. Like it was an actual burger with decent ingredients, um, which yes. is still not great. Like beef overall is really not good for you. It's not ideal. But yeah, no. Uh, overall, excellent examination of health in America and um, how the system really works against you in that respect. Um, so yeah, if you have not seen Super My- Supersize Me, go check it out. If you have. Shit, go watch it again. I've seen it several times. I fucking love that movie every time. Uh, but yes, that wraps up the past, and now we moved to the present. What do you got? Okay. So. This is a super recent film. came out last year. Excuse me. It is called The Last Duel. Okay. Uh, it's a historic action drama film. Wow. So many words. Uh, and it's directed by this small guy, small guy named Humble. Ridley Scott. I think I've I've heard of him. I think I may have. So before I go name. any further, whenever we have a big time director, I always want to ask, yes. do you have a favorite Ridley Scott movie? I, I know I'm putting you on the spot. But... No, uh, I... I kind of started formulating that. I was like, because I know you're going to ask me uh, when you told me <laughs> earlier what the movie was going to be. I was like, oh, I, mine's I between two. I actually, I, I actually haven't picked one. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Two. All right, I'm going to write down the two that it is between for me, and I want then I'm going to have you tell me what your two are, and I want to see if it's the same two. All right, write it. And uh, I'm doing this, but I'm sure it's going to be like... I doubt it is, actually. I just remembered one other one that... Alright, alright. What are your two? So my two... Alien? Uh, yep, that was the one I knew you were going to say. And Gladiator. Oof. Pixelated. Ah, is it close. That's close. Yeah. Um... I totally and honestly, like I hate it too because as I as I was done writing, and I was like, oh no, I forgot about another one. It was Alien. I was like, yours has got to be Alien, got to be. <laughs> um, I've actually never seen Alien in full. I know, blasphemous. Um, I got to check it out. Uh, but uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, man. Uh, fuck. Ridley Scott has. I mean, it doesn't even stop there. Um. God, what else has he done? Uh, he's done a, a shit ton. Yeah, he's uh, done Hannibal, Black Hawk yeah. Down, uh, Robin Hood, Prometheus. Yeah. The Martian. Which is really great. Oh, that's right. He did do The Martian. Um, um, he said Blade Runner. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he did G.I. Jane. <laughs> did he? Oh, shit. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, That's funny. I didn't know that either. 
Um, I've not seen. Oh, he did American Gangster. Yeah, well, that's a good ass movie. Oh, did he? I love yeah. that movie. That's a good one. But yeah, um, Hondu has a a massive body of work to demonstrate. He knows kind of what he's doing when it comes to directing. He's like the last duel. Yeah. The reason why it resonated with me. By the way, we're going from one disgusting thing to another disgusting thing. Yeah. But it's okay. Let me just explain. So the plot. Okay. It's set in medieval France. I'm going to butcher the fuck out of these names. Roll with the film stars. Actually, let let me go over the cast before I give the synopsis. We have. Um, ben Affleck. We have is he in it? Matt oh, Damon. Of course, of course he's in it. I, I knew Matt Damon was in it. I should have assumed Ben Affleck was also. Yeah, that's that's a fair assumption. <laughs> um, and Adam Driver and a Jody Corner, which I'll admit, not as super familiar with, but damn, did she fucking kill it! Holy shit, she right. had the hardest role in the whole fucking movie. Easy peasy. Like, okay. Fuck. Anyway, so that's your main cast. Obviously, there's more, but that's that's like the heart of the film. So it's set in medieval France. Again, about to butcher some names, but we're going to keep on running through. The film stars Matt Damon as Jean de Corouge. I believe that's how it's A knight who challenged his former friend, Squire Jacques Legris. Adam Driver's character to a judicial duel after Jean's wife, Marguerite, I actually know that's how you say it, which is Jodie Corner's character, accuses Adam Driver's character of raping her. Okay. So basically, trial by combat after Matt Damon's wife accuses Adam Driver's character of Yes. Yes, Kylo Ren, most famously known as Kylo, the artist formerly known as Adam. Um, yes. So this is this is a different type of marriage story. <sighs> Man. Okay. So let me go into like the the reason why this movie is so unique to me. I'm okay. sure it's. I feel like there's definitely probably been another movie that's tried to do something like this, but I can't think yep. of it. So what this movie does, it's broken into three parts. And you, I see. Get, and you get the perspective of Matt Damon's character of the events. Yeah. You get the perspective of Adam Driver's perspective. Yeah. And then you get the perspective of Jody Corner's perspective. Right. So in that order, right? Yeah. Okay, so see, that's, I think, ooh, wow, yeah, that's interesting, because I assume we really don't find out the truth until we get the perspective. Yeah, and, man, (laughs) it is, I can't, admittedly, I don't know if I can recommend this movie for everyone, just because the subject matter is really Dark. Yeah, dark, it is heavy. Trigger warning. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. But man, everyone in that movie like demolishes their role. 
Nice. Ben Affleck has kind of a smaller role. In the world, he's an important character, but his role in the movie isn't. It's big because he makes decisions that totally affects things. Okay. Well, how, but, who who does he play? Um, the character like is he like a king of England or some shit? Yeah, he plays Count Pierre Dialogue. Like fuck that name. All I know, he wasn't like a king, but he he uh, okay in this in this world. I don't know much about. Uh, like, I don't know much about French history, but it was very clear to me he played an authority role that was both above Adam Driver's character and Matt Damon's character. Okay. And his decisions uh, definitely affect where characters go in the movie. Um, okay. Apparently, it was also based on a 2004 book the Last Duel, a story of crime, scandal, and trial by combat in medieval French. France by Eric Yeager. Um, okay. But yeah, man, this is... It's just a dark, grimy movie. And like, I'm gonna keep it real. There, like, there, it is hard to watch because there's like, there's like one character you're fucking rooting for. Because, like, everyone sucks. But it's like, I, I, I think it does a good job of demonstrating, like, human experience in the sense of, like, number one, these characters are not black and white. There's not a clearly evil person. There's not a clearly good person. You can... Even with Adam Driver's character, who does really bad stuff, like he isn't purely evil. Right. He's just he like has... probably naive, ignorant, misguided. Yeah. Kind of thing. And yeah. he does some really bad stuff, but I love how I, the word I want to use is like multi dimensional the characters are. But when I right. say multi dimensional, but like, it's heavily skewed to bad because I actually don't fucking like any of the characters except for uh, Marguerite. Jody Corner's right, okay. character. Okay. Even Matt Damon's character who plays the husband. Pretty dog shit husband. But I think it's an accurate portrayal of the product of the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's interesting. I, I, I like that. The interesting the reason why also I think it's a accurate portrayal of human experience is getting those three separate like um perspectives. Yeah. And like kind of how our mind interprets like the same action. Like what mild spoiler, but like effectively effectively the three uh segments of the movie are all the same scenes. Just right. from different but perspectives. From, you know, uh another movie did that in one of the scenes, um Small Town Relic. <laughs> not but no, quite I, as I, larger scale but yeah right but uh i mean yeah like like that uh the climax in jackie brown yeah yeah no i i love that that's that's that is very interesting i have not seen the last duel but i do think that's very interesting i'm more, I'm more inclined to 
to go watch it, I think. So, well, so tell me more. Uh, overall, I'll put it how do you put it to me last episode. Movie ends, credits roll. What are your thoughts? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it was sad. It was sad. It was technically mild spoiler again. Not giving any uh-huh. details. Technically, it was kind of a good ending. But, like, okay. the reason why I can't say the ending was good in that, in yeah. the sense of, like, the result of everything. But, man, all this shit that, like, mainly Jody Corner's character had to go through. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. It's so fucked. And it's just, even though she gets out and she has a bright future, it's just, like, you can't undo the dog shit she just had to go through. In her early mm-hmm. days, you know? So, like, I guess what, mixed. Yeah. I was very mixed, because, like, you don't find out, like, the, fu- the future stuff, you find out after the movie's over. The movie ends, and before the credit hits, it starts to explain what happened after the events. And then it's like, okay, like, because I feel like if they just ended the movie where it ends, you just be like, okay. <laughs> right. Oh, so we have to have, like, a what happened, where are they now kind of um, epilogue? That epilogue puts a better taste in my mouth. Okay, gotcha. See, interestingly enough, we had the same thing in Supersize Me. Like, (laughs) it ends and he's like, yeah, I got really fucking sick. Uh, Don't eat this shit. And then at the end of that is like, oh, yeah, um, McDonald's took away their Supersize option and... uh, in 2004, March, the cheeseburger bill bill was passed, preventing anyone from suing a fast food chain for making them unhealthy. Which Thanks I didn't for, mention. Thanks for the spoiler, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> didn't give a well, spoiler. Techn- <laughs> well, technically, the bill was passed. Like, no, nope, you spoiled it. How? Now there's no way. I- the bill I'm was not, passed two months before the movie was released. It got spoiled for everybody. Not even gonna get a surprise. Thanks. I hate you. You're just ruining movies every day for me. I hate you. Yeah, you. You clearly. That's why you're spoiling all these fucking movies. <laughs> That's exactly why. Um, no, I am uh, an asshole. Is what that is. Um, but yeah. No. So. Uh, so yeah. Um, it's a great movie. It's hard. It's hard to watch. It's so, hard to watch. So you you would recommend it, however, view with your own discretion. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's, it's a hard very good material. piece of art. But yeah, just because it's a very good piece of art doesn't mean it's for everyone. Fair. Uh, I think that's very fair. Um, yeah. Yeah. But which you know you could say that about every movie. It's like there's a target audience, and you're not always in it. You know. Um, uh, I don't know. I think those Avengers movies are probably made for everyone. Yeah. I feel like... Yeah, but, like, none of them... I guess so. I guess so. You say that, but I know plenty of people who've never seen any of them because they're not into to no, 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 no. Let me refer- so, let me... 
there will be no piece of media that everyone watches. That's not the claim I'm making. I'm saying oh, okay. Avengers was made in mind for everyone. It was That's intended fair. to be for everyone. Fucking so the last it. duel is not. <laughs> okay. Heard. Fair enough. Well, uh, yeah. Okay. So I, I'm just thinking, like, uh, the Avengers, that whole franchise to me is just, um... It's very interesting to me because I... And the the perfect example I have to exemplify this is when the first Avengers came out. After the solo movies, um, and everybody came together for that first Avengers movie, the first time they teamed was, up. I ain't gonna lie, man. I was so hyped at that time. I was so yeah, hyped first bro. Movie. It was it was awesome. It was fucking amazing. They were all banded together to save the fucking day for the first time, and we got the Avengers. It was so dope. After watching, after once we get to like Endgame, right? Go back, go back now and watch the Avengers movie, like the first Avengers back in 2013. That mm. movie is so fucking underwhelming now because of everything that's happened since then. And for me, that's what that entire franchise is about. Like they're trying to escalate with every movie and introduce something new. Which is why I don't think a lot of the sequels work as well. Um, you know, like, it, they're, they're literally the entire... It's, it's not one character or one series of them. Like, you know, all the Thors or all the Iron Mans. Um, the entire franchise itself is like, oh, here's something new, right? Here's a new character, a new element. And, you know... Same reason everyone loves an origin story. They like to see something new. They like to, new beginnings. Um, and for me, that's what that that franchise is all is all about. Uh, you know, they're just they're just gonna keep going forever based off the comics. Which is, I mean, it's the same appeal that the comic books have for anyone that read them. Is it's like, you know, some new crazy shit that's that's happening. Being, um, being backed by Disney definitely makes it harder to fold. Yeah, yes, very true. I mean, those <laughs> those movies those movies turn such a profit. It's not even. Yeah, they don't have to put out good movies. Yeah, it's not even arguable. They they dominate the the blockbusters uh, collection mm-hmm. for for the and have for the past several years. Um, but yes, I digress. But yeah, uh, last that's all tool. I got for the last. That's all I got. I would check. Great. I would check that out. That that sounds pretty interesting. I'm. I might give that a shot. Um, it's super interesting. You, I think it's it's a great movie. I should say this. It's a great movie to watch a couple of times just because it's really interesting to see the differences between the different perspectives. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, honestly, I'm, I'm imagining like a, a Helen of Troy kind of thing going on that kind of love, love triangle where it's like that's just to me what i'm and i mean i'm going in with like an I impression where it's like comment fair enough like I, i'm just i'm like all right yeah so like there's this girl her husband's actually dog shit and so like she's checks like has like an affair with this dude of course she's got to deny it i don't know that's like first impression but then again i that's wrong of me because i shouldn't go in with expecting anything like that i should just watch shut the fuck up and be pleasantly yeah. or unpleasantly surprised mostly um, unpleasantly because it is some fucking awful shit to have to jesus christ that's hard 
honestly, like that's actually hard for me. Like, uh, subject matter like that, um, yeah, no, it's rough. It, it is actually hard for, for me to watch. That's what um, I'm saying. Like, I don't recommend it for everyone. Yeah, that's fair. It might be hard for me. I don't know. Like, and I don't know why. Like, I've seen plenty of movies with hard subject matter, and I'm able to, to, to categorize it you know and be like all right this is shitty it's terrible i can empathize with these characters and what they're going through um but at the same time it just it it, it also gives me a very high sense of anxiety i get kind of triggered because of it i'm like yeah man this yeah. Is just makes my skin crawl um things like that but yeah uh it, i mean if you recommend it i check it out that's usually i'm willing to watch anything at least once so Especially if it's it's actually a decent film, objectively, as you say. So, yeah, uh, I'd say it's pretty good. It's just covering really fucking shitty subject matter. Yeah. Uh, how many stars out of ten? Um, would you give out of ten? Um, yeah. Subject matter so aside. Let me let, let me give context. Cause I'm pretty strict. Like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. For me, I would say, like, I I guess it's technically, like, out of a, whatever. I would say 8.25. That's what I would say. 8.25. Right on. Okay. That's a great movie for me. That's, hey, on IMDb, that's better, better than most movies got. So, fair enough. I've, I've never seen any movie that has a perfect Hold 10 on. out of 10. Unplugged you. Oh, that's all right. Now I can't hear you. That's not a bad thing. What was that? Gotcha. No, I was just saying, I've never seen a movie that gets 10 out of 10. There's no such thing as a perfect movie, I don't think. Um, Let's see. So eight, what did the last duel get on IMDb? Eight, uh, I, I heard mixed reviews. I heard a lot okay. of people that did not like it. but It got an 85 on Rotten Tomatoes and a 7.4 on IMDb. Nice. That's pretty good. Especially Rotten Tomatoes is pretty harsh, too. So that's not bad. Um. Ooh, all right. I'm actually excited to to do my my future movie. Um, the I don't know. Future. Ooh, that was good. Oh, yeah. Uh, let me. I sh I want to look up. I want to look up what the ratings are on this because it just came out. Uh, a few days ago. All right, yeah. Uh, also, good ratings. Um, yeah, actually, I think I think it's got like uh, basically the same ratings that the duel has so far. Anyway, the last duel. Um, all right, so yes, the future, the future. I am very excited to watch Halloween. Weird, the Al Yankovic what? story. I am oh, excited yeah, to watch about Weird. Movie. I, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> same. <laughs> I am super excited because uh, my understanding is that it is in the same vein as Walk Hard, which oh. it's just complete. It's a complete parody of a music icon biopic, where it's oh, like we're like everything apparently. I haven't seen it. This is just what I was told. Everything that happens in the movie is either exaggerated or completely the opposite of what happened. Because, like, like the idea, entire idea is, like, 
with general musical icon biopics, you know, the musician has like humble beginnings and then has, uh, uses their talent and like against all odds becomes famous and then like indulges in this self-destructive pattern of uh, alcohol and women and drugs and uh, is a victim of their own success. And so that's what the plot it follows. But the reality of Weird Al couldn't be further from the truth. One of the most unproblematic musicians in the history of the world. <laughs> Literally just this weird white dude who was like, yeah, like making funny songs. And like, he's literally like, oh no, I don't want to make anybody mad. I get everybody's permission before I do it, you know. And uh, like literally, I think the biggest beef he, Weird Al ever had was with Coolio. And it was because like, he got permission, but he didn't realize he got permission from like Coolio's team to do oh. the song. And Coolio, Coolio himself never signed off of it. And his team was just like, yeah, go ahead. And Weird Al had no way of knowing that. Oh, so really? he did it. And Rest in peace, Coolio. Yeah. He died in September. He did. Uh, yeah, that was upsetting. Um, just one time. God, yeah. You, you saw, um, yeah, the dude from Migos just died. Mm -hmm. Um Fuck, yeah, man. We're losing everybody. Yeah. Um, fuck, DMX died? That one sucked. That one really sucked. Um, I digress. Uh, yeah, Leslie Jordan died. That fucking pissed me off, man. That was upsetting. Uh, whatever, I'm going off on tangent. Anyway, yes. Weird. The Al Yankovic story. I'm super excited to see it. I'm so excited to see Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, Daniel sure Radcliffe. Sure. Oh, yeah. From what I understand, he does. The movie has a 7.3 edits in on IMDb, an 85% on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 73% on Metacritic. However, that being said, usually movies uh, do really well right out the gate. Mm -hmm. That's not true. I'm not going to say that. Not every movie does. Um, but... Uh, movies where like they have a very specific fan base do really well out the gate um, for obvious reasons, for obvious reasons uh, especially on websites where it's the point the rating is calculated based on audience feedback um because of course all the that fan base is going to go and say they fucking loved it um but what i understand i've talked to a couple people who've seen it they didn't spoil anything for me but like it it was they said it was super awesome. Um, when are you watching it? Uh, I am watching it this week. Um, whenever Morgan gets back, because we're gonna watch it together. When's um, she getting back? She's coming back. Uh, they they fly in tomorrow night about this time. Picking um, them so up. like twenty four hours. Yep, I'm picking them up from uh, Charlotte Airport. Um, and uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to see them. I'm excited to see my son. I'm really excited to see him. Um, you know, we've we've I've been FaceTiming them every day and everything. Uh, apparently, he's gotten bigger in like the fucking six days that he's been there, like <laughs> noticeably bigger. And like, it's really weird because I, I noticed it when I FaceTimed him them, of my own volition. And then she was like, "Wait till you see him. He's gotten so much bigger." And I was like, "I was just fucking thinking that, but I thought it was just me. Like it was the camera angle or some shit." God, kids growing. Um, gonna keep doing that for a while. Yeah, no. Uh, I mean, I think that kind of wraps it up. Anyway, uh, yes, I am very excited to see Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Um, 
really Same. all I can really all I can say about that. I I kind of already know what to expect. Um. So I don't know. It'll be fun. I like I like biopics and uh, even better if they're fucking absolutely absurd. Um, yeah, and Daniel Radcliffe has shown to thrive in an absurd environment in Horns. I don't know if you've seen that movie. I have seen Horns. That script is not good, but I think he did well in that yeah. movie. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, I think there are interesting parts of Horns, but overall, um, I... Yeah, I, I'm just talking about Daniel Radcliffe's performance yes i agree i do like daniel radcliffe as an actor and of course he's harry potter i grew up with him but just just huh hmm? what'd you say i said fuck jk rowling though. oh i mean yeah fuck jk rowling um yeah so i'm excited That's all i got i'll uh i anticipate that that will be my present movie uh, but who's to say? Maybe I'll see something else next time. That'll. Yeah, who knows? Exactly. No idea. Yeah, there could be any movie in the last fifty years. You can choose any fucking. It's true. Do you know what you'll be doing, uh, for nope. your? No. Nope. Not at all. Ooh, I like it. I like surprises. Unironically, not at all. <laughs> but there's a lot of movies. I'll find something. Else. Yeah, we got a list. Pick from it. I didn't know what I was doing until yep. like eight hours ago. So. Look at you. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm sure it shows in the quality of my my presentation. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that kind of wraps it up. Uh, thank you very much for everyone who has listened to this point. Uh, we hope you continue to listen. Please give us a uh, outstanding rating on spotify uh or whatever uh, apple podcast i don't know wherever you listen please give us an outstanding rating if you're a fan of the show and thank you very much for tuning in with us this has been film thropology i've been tyler and i'm adam and my advice is to go touch grass whenever you can yes also you can smoke it too if you're into that both do both, touching man. grass is probably more important it is more important um one doesn't get you in prison depending on what state you're in yeah yeah i mean here we're good like North Carolina, you're fucked. yeah exactly i got to go to virginia or is it west virginia one of the virginias Oh, it was one of them. I don't fucking remember. It might be right over to me. I know for uh, sure DC. Yep, it's true. Or Florida. I think those are the closest ones to me. But I digress. Thank you very much for tuning in, and you guys have a good one. Keep watching. Toodles.